Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Do you know this man? Maybe you've seen some of his commercials. Hello, I'm Chuck Todan. Are you tired of being burglarized? Try the new Electro Zappy Fence. Yes, our tires are made of the strongest material that won't rip, tear, or stretch. We hope you haven't been offended by our little joke. Of course you know who he is. It's time for Live or Die. Now here's the host and star of the show, Chuck Tobin. 9372, how are you feeling? I'm a little nervous, Chuck. Before you lose your head, we'll give you a chance to win some money for your family. Well, I never thought he'd amount to here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world of Death Row Game Show. Anyone on Death Row can be a contestant. Man or woman, young or old, I do not discriminate. You killed my mama. She was pretty old anyway. There are people out there who hate me. There are people in here who hate you too. That man had a gun. So does this man. Do you, do you ever have sex with your contestants before they go on your show? The name of this segment is Hunger or Lust. You made it! What a display of willpower! Mind over mercy, Chuck. I'm proud of you. Death and convicts are beginning to take their toll on me. Oh, but the show is you. 8981, can you hear me? Well, I can't find any release forms on this convict either. Chuck Todan wants you to die laughing. Notice how flies gather around 8364, the untreated corpse? But 2275, the corpse sprayed with fly be gone, is fly free. Death Row Game Show, a once in a lifetime experience. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
Hello, Welcome. good sir. Hello? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, in case you didn't catch it by the, the whole opening yeah. intro thing. Something we've been, been saying a lot lately, uh, which, you know, it happens. We've been off for a while. <laughs> just, just, a week, just a week or two. Because we got shit to do. It's it's a crazy uh, couple months. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. No. There there's plenty of shit going on. Uh, <clears throat> I just um, I just put up our YouTube episode not that long ago, and um, yeah. No. I I uh, been going through that a little bit more just this week. I put up a, a few videos and thought things were going super great. I, I made a list of videos. Uh, oh, here upon, we go. Upon Scott's, uh, this was actually Scott's idea, and I applaud him for it. But he said, maybe we should try and put up some videos that we pretty much know or guarantee aren't going to get flagged. I said, that's a great idea. Let me put up some videos that that we're not going to get flagged for shit that's either unreleased, uh, <clears throat> it's either unreleased or so obscure that no one is even going it, to. It's just going to fly by. And. Two of the, the films that I would have never thought would have been flagged were flagged. And that was episodes uh, 111, The Wildlife. Uh, NBC Universal really now, just fucked us good on that one. I, I can see that because that's got a lot of name actors in it. Yeah, but <clears throat> it was not... the full movie was on YouTube for over a year. Right, well... And it, so, how did how did ours get flagged? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, die laughing um, with Robbie Benson. And I thought, okay, maybe this copy that I that I have because it's also unreleased. Scott actually recorded it off of television with a DVD VHS. recorder. It's a VHS rip. Oh, it's VHS that that was then VHS. used. Uh, DVD recorder was then ported over that way. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm like, all right, there's no copy protection on that. There's no DRM. There's uh, no digital stamp of some of any kind. It still got flagged. So at, at least now I know the algorithm has nothing to do if it was ripped from a DVD or Blu-ray or even a Laserdisc. It's I, that they're actually looking at scenes, maybe face recognition. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not surprised that Die Laughing uh, episode got... got um yanked because as you know uh robbie benson's music is is a high commodity these days and uh just ha trying to you know put some of it on youtube is it's you're, you're just guaranteeing it getting getting uh yanked <laughs> yeah and we probably play we, i i don't i forget if we played that little uh uh vi tribute video i made of uh robbie benson over his barbershop song um, I believe that is in the episode. I think I opened and the show with it. I got a feeling that might have been the reason it got flagged. But, with that said, they give the timestamp of where they actually flag the video. Oh, they do? Where is it? It's like in the middle of the movie. That the, it's actually when he's at the circus. There's like a scene there that he got, that, that, that's where it's like, okay, you can't. Weird. It, it is kind of weird. Maybe it's now, here's the Lurch from, from the Adams family. I don't know. 
I wonder if you just cut that part out. And re-upload it? That's weird. I, I have a feeling they would flag it in a different spot. I, I, I But why that spot? That's weird. I, I don't know. But that's the still image, and that's the. it's like at the 65-minute mark. That's well, where so they, uh, they flag those it. Of you who, those of you who listen to the show instead of watch it, uh, you're you're actually you're winning and losing because you don't have to deal with us not being able to get the episodes up, but at the same time you have to listen to Joey bitch about it nonstop. <laughs> it's not really nonstop. It's only the last couple of episodes. Right. Well, we probably shouldn't open the show with it. Probably not. We should probably, probably actually uh, review. Like the we tried to review the Last Dragon and we have it playing in the background, mm. and we did. We talked about youtube the entire show right uh and then the following week we actually do review the last dragon and live stream decides to take a shit on my computer which i was able to salvage that episode the audio of it not the video the, the video is still corrupt i'm still looking for what, uh, good programs to to bring that back to life yeah uh, and that was with our uh co uh guest host uh chris wolner right and i really wanted that video because it was a test to because we were playing the video upside down and Which i wanted to freaky. see it, it is kind of freaky and i wanted to see if the algorithm would uh catch that or if it would be like i don't know what this is <laughs> or it, it, how could they even claim copyright infringement if it's being played upside down no one's enjoying that uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean you know i was thinking of even trying to you know make it like a gimmicky thing for the show, like called it, you know, upside down reviews or something. Just like if, yeah. if this is how we have to show the movie, uh, yes, your excitement was through the roof right there. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, anyway, uh, I'm grasping at straws here. Today's episode is episode number 151. Yes, sir. I remember that because the episode that crashed is our 150th. And, yeah, which uh, kind of, it kind of says a lot, doesn't it? Yes. yes, and this episode we'll be reviewing the uh, 1980s low micro budget direct to video comedy Death Row Game Show, which Joey had uh, challenged to me, and I forget why you challenged it to me. I was asked why, and I could not remember. It's been so long since you challenged me to it. Well, what happened was <clears throat> you challenged me to um, to jury duty, mm -hmm. and we were. There was a connection here, and I believe the yep. connection I made obviously, was with jury duty. Obviously, there's a connection. That's why he challenged it. I think it's because of Robin Blythe. No, that wasn't it. No, because it, she's, it she's... No? No. No, because she's not in both movies, so that makes no, no sense. It, it was thematic. It was just that uh, I think we were doing jury duty, and it was just, oh, yeah, I remember, this, I remember this film when I was a kid. You know, that doesn't was this make any late, sense to me. What? I don't see. I don't see the thematic link. What? That uh, the guy in Jury Duty was being tried, uh, you know, to go to death row, and That's this thin. is a film about death row. That's very thin. <clears throat> I remember. See, I don't exactly remember if that's where I got the idea to challenge it to you. It can't be because that's very thin. It, it, I, then it, I, then I, it's not. I, I remembered. I remember explaining it, and I did explain it a couple of episodes ago or three episodes ago. 
Um, <clears throat> how long ago did I challenge this to you? It was like a month ago. It was, and, and 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 like the movie itself, there's no excuse for the challenge. I really just we can just let this slide. Well, and, that's uh, the thing. It it it, it was um it, the, the challenge was uncalled for. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no reason for it other than it wasn't even my turn to challenge you to a film. It was your turn to challenge me. You know, so then why did you watch this? Well, first of all, you never challenged me to a film. I didn't get a chance because we were still going to do because the show crashed. But still, doesn't mean you couldn't have had a challenge waiting. But but, but then we just decided to do this because we you had challenged it before. Don't get out of you challenging this. To no, me no, 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 no. You no, never no. challenged me to a film because the show crashed. And we said, well, let's just do Death Row Game Show. I challenged you to The Last Dragon forever right, before, ago. But but. No, but we had done Death Row Game Show had come up and we, and we bypassed it, the jury duty. Because you I went to because you because you went to you had jury duty. Jury That's duty. why you challenged it duty. to me. That was the link there. That was that link. Yes. That I remember. See, um, I, I, so, I don't re I don't remember how this, this became a and challenge. At this point, and at this point, we're the only ones that care. So yeah, I'm going to move true. it <laughs> and just say that we uh, reviewed we watched Death Row Game Show. This was written and directed by Mark Puro. He was kind of a pioneer of the 1980s direct-to-video market, uh, which at the time was kind of uh, merging with the direct-to-broadcast television market. Cable was around, uh, right. but it was also competing with uh, your uh, your uh, cable show cable excuse me cable channels. Uh, movie you know 24-hour movie channels were still competing with. Uh, um, broadcast channels that showed yeah. movies because uh, not everybody had cable at that point. Uh, a lot more people do now, obviously. And uh, Mark Pirro's first film was uh, a Polish vampire in Burbank, and he shot it for something ludicrous, like like under two thousand dollars. And it went on to be uh, make uh, two. Uh, it, it made millions of dollars between. Yeah, I remember and reading that. Yeah. Yeah, between directed video and playing on uh, USA Up All Night, uh, I guess is that when Gilbert Godfrey was was doing that. Uh, you, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, and and also uh, like films like Death Row Game Show and a couple of his others, they were like Cinemax favorites. They were they yeah. were you know those midnight you know skin. It wasn't Skinemax, even though it has nudity, but it was one of those late night Cinemax films, and that's how I ended up seeing it. You know, back in the '80s. And it was also one of those films where Cinemax every single month always boasted out of all the cable channels that they had the most movies that they were showing. So because of that, you'd get films like this. You'd get a lot of films like this. Like it, just these low, like you said, micro budget movies because, you know, Cinemax, yeah, bring them in, bring them in. We'll buy them cheap and we'll play them, you know, late night. And we can say we have 350, 400 movies this month. Yeah, I mean, and now with with streaming video uh, becoming so mainstream in the past few years, uh, people young the younger generation of our listeners, uh, those in their twenties, maybe even thirties, uh, they are familiar with the direct to streaming market, which I don't even right. think they call that, and uh, <laughs> they're they're the same kind of deal. They're ultra low budget, but it's a different kind of ultra low budget because their budgets are still more than stuff like this, and they have like CGI, except the CGI that they're doing on their uh, Mac, 
it's not, you know, so it, it, you can tell it's bad CGI, but it's enough, it's passable enough to get it out there. And I never saw this back then. This is the first time I've seen it this week. And, oh, really? uh, right, yeah, definitely. And it, oh, it, it, it was a blast of in the past. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it reminded me of that era where if you had walked into a video store in the 80s, a mom and pop shop, because there were millions of them, you didn't have that many big chains at that point, and you walked around and you saw videos, oh, let's rent this. This looks good. There was a good chance that you would rent a film like this with no budget, uh, poorly written, and cranked out because they knew that just, just to have a title on the rack, it would sell to millions of stores. No, and, you're right. Uh, you're right. And oh, I know that. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> I can't agree with you more, sir. <laughs> you really, you really can't. I can't. N not this time. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, and and if if it weren't for the mom and pop store, well, you know, in the in the eighties, the early eighties, the mid eighties, the mom and pop store was the when when Blockbuster came in, the uh, Palmer videos, even the Dollar videos. They, 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 the chain video stores really killed the mom and pop and, and, and in turn ended up killing themselves, you know, yeah. because it ended up spurring other things. More people wanted different ways to get their stuff like pay-per-view and, you know, now streaming and things of that nature. I mean, uh, pay-per-view almost killed the video store because, uh, and I've mentioned this on the show uh, a few times, when a film came out. It came out on VHS and pay-per-view at the exact same time at the exact on the exact same day, mm -hmm. and they were finding that people were just for the same price, maybe even a little cheaper. They would just stay home and they'd rent it. And and now just, and now we get everything from home. That's right. So and and there were all these uh, you know things like can I record it off a of TV? Is that illegal? It was completely legal. So if you rented it on pay-per-view and you put a blank VHS tape in and recorded it, you had it forever. What if you put a, a VHS tape in that wasn't blank and recorded that? Uh, well, that depended if the little tab was pulled off. If the tab okay, was pulled off, then you couldn't record. But if the tab was still on, you could just record over what was on the was tape it, already. But, but, was it, but was it still legal if, there was, if it wasn't a blank tape? Uh, still legal. Okay, yes, it was. check. It's, just, All right. it's, it's good that you brought that up. I wanted to make sure. I wanted sure. to confirm. I wanted to make sure we dick. got that <laughs> <laughs> Drink I'm more whiskey. Worst, dude, I'm your worst nightmare. I'm, I'm, I'm a writer. <laughs> it's like I hear, I hear an unnecessary word and I pounce on it. <laughs> I noticed. For years. I hey, hey, come on. <laughs> it's funny, though. It's funny. Don't apologize. No, this is what we do. This is our banter. People come to the show for that. Uh, so anyway, they almost put uh, and, and video the stores reviews. out of business. And, and they come for the movie reviews. Sometimes. Sometimes. This one has a little nudity in it, so this one might actually get yes. a few more views. Well, I mean, now... I'm there, doing there custom are... thumbnails when I can actually get a fucking video uploaded. <laughs> and it's proving it's proving that it works to put the custom oh, no. thumbnail. Definitely. I mean, they do that with the fail videos, which I love on YouTube because I'm a sick bastard. And they yeah. always have, like, some hot chick bending over that's never in the fail videos. But here's it's the like, difference between my, my, <laughs> my custom thumbnail and theirs. I actually pull, if it's a scantily clad chick or whatever, it's from the movie. Mm -hmm. The scene is in the movie. So I'm uh, not I, lying to you. It is I there. I wasn't accusing I, I you. I know lying. you weren't. I know yeah. you weren't. Uh, so... 
Yeah. So I mean, anyway, this film ha- you mentioned the nudity. This film has uh, three of the hallmarks for three of the major hallmarks, three major stays, uh, three major things that you would see in the majority of your direct-to-video uh, uh, schlock, and that was nudity, very slow pacing, and <laughs> no production value whatsoever. This is also true, although in its defense. <laughs> for 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 what they probably spent to make this film, it oh. doesn't look half bad. Well, sure for the for the very, for the no money they put into it, it looks great. I mean, it, it's yeah, and you could tell no, that the, the Mark Pirro probably had a few friends. It's like the scene that's on now is the interview with him and the woman and the, the older guy. <laughs> and I love, you know what I love about that scene? What's that? So he turns to her and goes, listen, you stupid bitch. And he turns back to the guy, can I say stupid? <laughs> I, you know what? There are some, I got yelled at for laughing at a couple of scenes in this. I, I, I watched this with Holly. Really? And at least every, every now and then I would laugh. She's like, don't you laugh at that film. So, no, that, that was actually funny. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. It's, it's not. It's not genius, but it, no. he pulled it off. And, <clears throat> no, it's what I mean, works. You know. Now that's John Mac, uh, McCafferty. I was pronounced that correctly. Who's in almost all of uh, Piro's films? He is. Uh, and he plays Chuck Toe Dan. Now this is one of those films where obviously uh, it's lowbrow humor, and the the names are supposed to be funny. And I now the, his love interest is Robin Blythe, who uh, plays Gloria Stern Virgin. That I get, because <laughs> she's right. supposed to be like a feminist, stern right. virgin. The assassin is Luigi Papalardo, which is funny because it sounds Italian and silly. <laughs> yes. And there's a lot of there's a lot of great Italian stuff. We'll get that in a minute. <laughs> um, but I but the main character John uh, McCafferty plays, who is the host of the Death Row Game Show, mm-hmm. uh, and who is uh, which is a number one best hit, best selling hit. Uh, everyone yeah. loves it. Television show. Uh, so much so that he, his main office is in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> or actually someone's bedroom. It's weird. Uh, but his name is Chuck Todan, T-O-E-D-A-N. And I don't get the joke. There's there's a joke in there somewhere, and I don't get it. I'm, I'm Something is going over my head with the name Todan. Well, and the, o- the only thing that I, c- I can think of is that, and I haven't looked this up, so I can't say if, if it's true or not. But maybe it's it's a take on, on uh, for a toe tag. Maybe that's a different way to say it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, it, I was trying but, to think of another game show host that they might be playing on their name on, and I I couldn't come up with anything. I'm I'm like embarrassed that I can't think of why Chuck Todan is supposed to be funny because it's so awkward to even say because of the way it's spelled too. It's you know it's right. Toe Dan. I don't the, get it. It's bothering me. It it's it's <laughs> irritating me that I don't get this joke because it's got to be a joke. Um, as and I can hear Joey typing now as Google to try to solve it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, uh, now, yeah. Just when I said pacing, I want to just give it a perfect example of what hit me in the face early in the film. Is there's a scene where he leaves his house and uh, he's heading to the studio, and as he's driving, they cut to a crosswalk and there's children crossing it, and it's in slow motion. And right. It, it takes and they're showing it for like a good ten, twenty, you know, half a minute. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, slow children. And then he pulls up, and they're still crossing. And I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Slow children. And they show him, and then they show them crossing, and they pull back, and you can see a yellow sign, but you can't even see the whole sign. It's like, yeah, it's it's slow children. Can we can we can we can we speed this the fuck up, please? And then like it cuts back, it cuts over to them talking, cuts back again. Now you can see the sign, slow children, and the the joke has already been beaten to death before the reveal has even been given, and that is fifty percent of the jokes in this film. Well, yeah, and <laughs> so I, the pacing. Uh, is horrendous. You can tell us, okay, we need to make this film an hour and a half, and we don't have the budget. It's not even that long. I think it's only 80 uh, minutes. Yeah, within that range, yeah. Uh, you're right. It's under uh, under an hour and a half. It's about the same length as... It's actually longer than uh, Leatherface was when that came out in the theaters. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, how long was Leather... The, the Leatherface was in the 70-minute range. Like, 78 minutes. It was like minutes. 79 minutes. 78, 79, because they cut out all the gore because uh, right. that was when they were really coming down hard on horror films, and uh, um, yeah, this was eighty-three minutes. Yeah, and you can just these places where okay, we just need to stretch this. Another one is the uh, th- there's a flashback. The basic plot, and let, I know, I'm not going to take too long with this, so bear with me. Okay, is that the <laughs> <laughs> it? He he's the host of uh, Ch- Chuck Todan is the host of the game show Death Row Game Show. Which uh, and he's hated by a lot of people because they bring out death row contestants, death row people on death row, and they're they're in these games where they die. Like you know, if you get if you get the name wrong, if you get the uh, the trivia question wrong, uh, you get you're decapitated or you know, electrocuted <laughs> like or whatever. I like the one where he's like the guy's like, all right, you can have what's in this envelope or what's behind the curtain, and even I. And suddenly, like the envelope, dude. Oh, come on, the envelope. Obviously, there's got to be a state of execution in the envelope. Come on, you gotta know. He's like, oh, I'll take behind the curtain. It's like, idiot. <laughs> and sure enough, sure enough, it's a, it's, it's, it's so obvious that you should pick the fucking envelope because that's gonna be a state of execution. We know that. But then again, that's why the guy's on death row. He's not that bright. No. Um. <laughs> so, uh, where was I going with that? Oh no, the, 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 the plot. Sorry. So he, yes. everybody hates him. Everybody hates the people are picketing. People are threatening his lives. Uh, on top of that, he's uh, the mafia is trying to kill him because he uh, executed a uh, mafia boss. A mob, mob boss. Yep. Bumoni, Mr. Uh, mob, <laughs> mob, mob boss Bumoni. Which, ironically enough, that flashback is on now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's a very self-aware movie too. Like the part was like, "Do you have time for a flashback?" Oh. All right. Well, it was this episode a while ago, and it, and you go into the flashback, and especially the dream sequence. They actually have like opening titles for the dream sequence. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> they take a, they actually take a good two or three minutes again pacing to introduce the dream sequence. The dream sequence is almost as long as the introduction to it itself. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're really just trying to be as funny as possible with as low budget, you know, gimmicky stuff. Uh, but it works on some level, I guess. Uh, but yeah, he, he he kills the uh, the Don in a very uh, embarrassing way, and so they're trying to kill him, and so uh, he ends up trying to bribe uh, the hitman, and just accidentally kills the mother, the hitman's mother, <laughs> and the the uh, and then there's a love interest between him and the feminist who he falls for, and they try to you know survive the wrath of the angry Italian uh, Luigi Papalardo assassin that's I almost, your basic i almost broke out papa giuseppe tonight but oh i i, I had a i was i was afraid of you know you, oh uh <laughs> you know you know it was it was when they went out to, to dinner at the italian restaurant that's when i was thinking 
Papa Papa Luigi's going to be showing up. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Joey's in the, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> yeah, his, his shirt was basically a napkin during that entire meal. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I, I, I mean, I didn't, seriously. <laughs> if we, if, 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 and I, I I didn't write down a couple of the things he said during that scene. <laughs> that was the that was the there there are two scenes there are two scenes in the film that are the most uh insensitive to any kind of race or uh it it's between the italian scene and the scene with the the black convict who's been in solitary for three years and they want to see if he's going to go for the chicken or the hot girl and <laughs> and he looks and like and it just and like they just picked the 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 freakiest looking tall black guy and it's so wrong <laughs> the way they, <laughs> all they had to do was like, just like I, I don't know. They they could have made it racially worse, but it was very inappropriate the way they did it. It wouldn't fly now. I mean, now I, I will say that uh, they had less black contestants than white con- contestants, so that was you know that yeah, was nice. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, although, during a time although, period where they probably didn't give a shit. Yeah, although out of the two of them, one of them raped the chicken, and the other one they hung. So not a good, <laughs> not a good ratio, not a good ratio. Yeah, I, 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 that's, that's I think, true. And I think the Borneo-looking chicken raper was probably the least offensive of those two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it was interesting when uh, when I was watching the film again. I thought that it had a, you know, like an L.A. look to it, and it was shot in California. But there are certain scenes in the movie that I'm like, did they shoot some of this on the East Coast? And it turned out that they shot nowhere near the East Coast. It was all West Coast stuff. Apparently the West Coast has shitty areas, too. But yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. see them as often. Yeah. No, you don't. You always well, think it's palm well, trees and just gorgeous blue skies. Again, it's like talk about the again uh, the talking about the low budget, and it, it's kind of weird to watch this now because even low budget stuff now has a certain quality to it. We, we we call it low budget because oh you know obviously that CGI is fake or this is you know it's not. We're talking the guy's supposed to be a huge celebrity. They go to his house and he's you know outside it's this huge mansion and they're in in his bedroom. The mattress is on the floor. Yeah. The bed's not even the bed's not even made properly and there's there's like two pairs of handcuffs nailed to the wall and a chain like looped loosely and like and a, and like a cordless phone on the wall <laughs> yeah and, it's, I, uh... and dude and here here's the kicker when he goes down to the living room to, to show out the girl that he spent the night with we saw her yeah. breasts uh and he's standing there we talking did. on the phone behind him here's his entertainment center did you recognize that entertainment center to his left with the glass doors I don't know. I don't think so. That's my bar in my house. I have that exact <laughs> piece of that unit. Do you really? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's it right now holds my liquor and my glasses. That's it's a, literally the exact fucking thing. That piece of furniture has has followed my family from the eighties. <laughs> it's not an antique, trust me. But it, it's you look. I'm watching the movies like motherfucker. That is exactly. That piece, I have that piece of furniture in my living room. That's how low budget this film is. I own furniture from this film. <laughs> if it was shot in this on on this coast, I would I would honestly be seriously convinced that I might have purchased that our family might have purchased that from them in some kind of like yard sale if we hadn't known or thrift shop of some kind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. It's, it's literally exactly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
and 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 I mentioned the uh, the the death of the the Don. Uh, now, the the assassin Luigi Papalardo, he <laughs> brings his mother with him because he wants her to see this uh, "Let's Make a Deal" type game show. So she's wearing a costume, and the right. costume is the costume of a prisoner. There's another one. Okay, we know where this is going. Piro, can we can we speed this along? No, <laughs> no. It takes us a good five minutes to get her to into the death row game show accidentally, and you're just beating your head against the wall. So she's wearing a striped shirt. All the contestants are wearing striped shirts. For the love of God, get her on the goddamn show. They're just pulling <laughs> this shit so slowly, and I didn't realize until I looked at the credits. Do you know who plays um, Mama Papalardo? No, I know it's a dude, um, and I did look at... It's the same actor that plays the Don Boss, Spumoni. Oh, it is? <laughs> I No, I, I did not know that until I looked at the credits. I was just, oh, oh, that was... Wow, okay. Is that it was really? Wow. It really is. So they, they got double duty out of them. Oh, yeah, look at that. Mama Papalardo and Spumoni. <laughs> Mark Lasky. My son, he's, he's such a good boy. <laughs> Gets me out of it. Gets me out of this chair. <laughs> he, he does his best Italian accent one in the dream sequence. You yeah, killing yeah. me? I kill you. <laughs> I am afraid of no one. I'm afraid of no one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that that scene vividly. I'm afraid of no one. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's freaky. He just like catches. He just hits that voice like whoa. Now. I mean, it I is mean, a dream sequence. I mean, and here's the thing, too. I've been showing bad films or making people watch bad films <laughs> for a really, really, really long time. We're so uh, good at it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. I, I, I have this. I have a VHS tape of this. It's actually in my garage. It's sitting on top of my fridge. And I'd go get it now, but it's not that big a deal. <laughs> um, but... I found that in a mom and pop store for like a dollar. And I'm like, holy shit. I used to watch this on cable all the time. So I bought it. And I immediately made, uh, I had just started dating my my wife or my then girlfriend, now wife, at the time. So this is like 16 years ago. And I made all of her friends, we had a New Year's Eve party. I made them all watch it. <laughs> and surprisingly, they didn't hate me at the end. They act, well, cause, I mean, probably because alcohol was involved. Possibly. You know? So uh, I think that made it more fun. You, so you still own the VHS tape of this? I do. Should I go I, get I, it? I, no, no, I'm just saying because I still own the VHS tape of Die Lapping and oh, okay. uh, The Wizard of Speed and Time. Those are like the two VHS tapes I'm still clinging on to. I had it's, Doc Savage. It's Sabbath, like right there. It. It's like 10 feet away. I should have brought it in. Uh, you, know, you know, you grab it through, if... Uh, Think, as long as Papa uh, Papa Giuseppe's not making an appearance. No, he's not making an appearance. <laughs> not at all. I wish I'd written down the one line that he says. So. <laughs> it's like that's the that's the line where Joey's gonna lose it. The motherfucker! <laughs> I'm gonna go get it. Hold on. <laughs> uh, while he's getting that, the I got other... it. It's right here. All right, fine. I'm, I'll, I'll stop. It'll only take a second. God forbid I say three things while I get out of your seat. I'm going to be quiet now. I'm not going to say anything. I thought he had it. Did he, he said he had it, right? And then I was trying to talk. And so he yelled to stop me, and now he's not there. So unless he's doing Papa Giuseppe, uh, which would be a very, very bad thing. 
it's not it's not good. We we had talks. Uh, there was there was an intervention, and and we had to put a stop to that. Uh, but what I will say is one thing I was mentioning about the pacing too. There's a scene when the Don Don Spumoni is killed on the show. They they have a contraption where he has to. Okay, if he gets I lied. Election, he'll electrocute. I don't him. have it. I'm talking <laughs> now, so you can be quiet. <laughs> oh, you there? He's still looking for it. Okay. I'm here. Okay. I was just killing time by talking about when I talk about the the, the lengthening lengthening of scenes. When the Don has the contraption on him, where he'll get a, he'll be electrocuted if he gets an erection, and they bring right. the girl out to do a strip tease for him, it, it, the strip tease takes a good five minutes. It takes way too long. It takes way too. At, at most things in this film take way too long. And every chick, except for Stern Virgin, every chick in this movie has fake tits. So they probably went to the local strip club and just hired a bunch of bunch of chicks. Hey, you no, want no, a day's Cal- work? It's California. Attractive women trying to get get into acting careers, you can find them cheap. You know, I'm sure he had no problem finding actresses willing to take their tops off to be in a film. Oh, I'm I'm not contesting um, that at all. Um, the film does have a charm. Again, I laughed every now and then, and even the jokes that like are just bad or you know are coming. There's oh, yeah. the one, uh, the secretary who keeps using the vibrator when he walks in. Oh, yeah. uh, which, which again, '80s lowbrow humor. Uh, the whole thing with the messages. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and I'm going to reveal this one to the audience. You know, it, it's he. You know, asked her, "What are my messages?" Says, "Oh, somebody called for Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Lowenbrow." Says, "Who's Mrs. Lowenbrow?" I don't know. Do you think it was a wrong number? Oh no, no, they dialed this number right here. Say, <laughs> like, well, what was the other message? Uh, somebody called for Mrs. Lowenbrow. It's like I thought she already gave me that. I think they called twice, and all I can think of is, is Tim Conway, a Mrs. Wiggins. <laughs> it's just like it's that level of humor, except they don't pull it off as well as Carol Burnett's crew. That is and it's almost true. And it's almost like the guy. I mean, you can tell that uh, Piero, that the guy writing and directing this film, grew up watching Carol Burnett's show and things like that. It's that kind of those kind of jokes, that kind of humor, that kind of delivery. It really has that kind of uh, sitcom skit episode show episodic show uh feel to it and again it's got a charm because i think the charm comes from the fact that you that even though it's a low budget film that's just trying to crank it out there to make money you can tell they're still trying to have fun yeah and they succeed and it's like you said you laughed every once in a while i i really enjoy this film it is a chilled it is a film from my childhood no no no, it's a film from my childhood i I, I like it because it does take me back to that you know that place when I was a kid because I watched this film I can't even remember I, too many times I saw this and and most of them were on Cinemax uh, and I, I you know I recorded it as well so I actually had a recording of it and then obviously I bought the VHS tape so it's just uh, I know it's bad. I know it's really you know slow and all that stuff, do, but do me it, a favor. It holds while, a small place in my heart. Do me a favor while we're we're, we're talking about the film because I, I got a feeling it's gonna be a short episode because there's not too much to oh, say about no, this movie. No. I mean we're forty please, minutes in. <laughs> yeah, please, please while we're talking, uh, forward, fast forward to to the, the Italian dinner, so we can play a little <laughs> bit of that. Okay, <laughs> we have to play a little bit of that. It, it won't be too uh, far in. Now, now the actor that plays Luigi Papalardo, his name, his real name, or his name, his acting name is Bino. That's his full name. Yes. 
and uh, his real name, which uh, was he was here somewhere. Uh, his last name is Agundes. Bino is obviously not his real name. Okay, and, here's, the, uh, here's the dinner scene. How's mine, eh? Hey. Do you believe in love at the first Uh, no, uh, actually there's no such thing. Uh, most cases of love at first sight are usually mistaken impulses that accompany high blood pressure and a hardening of the arteries. You give me a hard artery. <laughs> you know, That's my whole life I've been searching for a woman like you. A woman with your eyes, your face, your boobs, huh? I always did attract the classy ones. And why we stole? You know, Luigi really likes you. Oh, how nice I I like you too. Oh, you got it. We share our emotions. I showers you with wealth. I take care of you. And hey, I got a becker like a hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready for the next question? <laughs> That's the one. That you, I got a hot. You giving me a hot artery? <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Christ's it's sake. Not, it's not funny because it's funny. It's just funny because it's so inappropriate. I, 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 the Italian music, if you're watching it, there's jugs of wine hanging behind him. He's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they even oh. go as far as to have the checkered tablecloth, the red and white checkered oh, yeah. tablecloth. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking basket of bread. <laughs> You're giving me a hot artery. Because you all know, uh, we all fill up on bread before dinner, us Italians. <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, obviously. One more. One more. Go to the dream sequence and play that line where he says, I'm afraid of no one. Just start the dream sequence. Like, oh, God, that's yeah. like forever ago. Yeah, go back. But I mean, we and, and I wanted to get clips ready for this, but I didn't have a copy of the show. I, I watched the streaming on... Um, uh, Amazon Prime, which took me a while to get it because Death Row and Game Show are two are are one word each as opposed right. to Death Row Game Show. So I searched for Death Row as two words, and I couldn't find it. I, I was like, Joey told me it was on here, and, but <laughs> yeah, and I clued into my error. So it's actually available uh, elsewhere too. Um, not Netflix, is it? I didn't look check Netflix. You told me Prime, so I just no. It's that Amazon Prime. Platform. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I just assumed I assumed it wasn't anywhere else because you mentioned Prime first. Usually, if it's on Netflix, that'll be the first thing you say. Um, it, it, it's again, it, it's really indicative of just. <laughs> Who are you? I'm a Don Quintus Pomona, and I'm gonna kill this son of a bitch. Him to kill on my ass. It's not my fault. Went too far. Is your no, it's coming up, isn't it? No, come back. Show. It went too far. Go back. Really? Oh, yeah, it did he, go too far. Yeah, he says oh, once at the beginning, but the be first one's better. The one in the beginning's better? Yeah. Okay. Ah, here it is. Just when the opening credits end. Okay. It's like a solid two minutes of opening credits before the trail. Before yeah, the I, I mean. 
Written for the brain and directed by David Blight, Blight Lynch. There it is. I'm afraid of no one. 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 And and I'll tell you what, I remember that as a kid. That. If I could isolate that, I'd have that on my phone. I, I, I remember that as a kid, and I say that once in a while. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I'm afraid of no one. Like, you know what that I, I don't dream know, sequence reminds me of? Stuck with me. Speak, Speaking of speaking of things that I remember from like that time period, eighties or early nineties, and I think this is from I gotta look it up real quick to make sure I get the name right. Uh I believe this was early nineties and not the eighties, but I could be wrong because they kind of blurred there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it came out while I was in high school. Uh it reminds me of Dr. Caligari, eighty nine. Do you remember that? Uh yeah. It's it's almost soft porn, but it's not. <laughs> and it's it's um it's very it, it, they're, they're, it's like trying they're trying to do like a style of of again the casket of caligari back you know you know vintage vamp, uh, vampire german expressionist film and they try to do that but like in that 80s uh uh surreal art deco uh kind of i don't know what the actual term is for the kind of movie that is uh, but it, that dream sequence, you can almost tell uh, that they're going for the same thing, even though Caligari came out in 89 right. and uh, Death Crew Game Show came out in 89, didn't it? Or was that 87? Do you want to see more uh, of the, the dinner here? You want to hear more oh, of the dinner? It, it, let's hear more of the dinner. It's coming up. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. Times a night. <laughs> Sometimes two and a half. <laughs> You're gonna love your Italian lover. Mm. Well, I- I'm conservative. Religion means nothing to me. <laughs> when I love somebody, they stay loved. You, a lucky, lucky girl. Why me? There's only been one other woman in my whole life for me. Well, I'm sure if you went back to her, she'd welcome you with open arms. Of course she would. She's my mother. <laughs> I kill for her. I have killed for her. And I kill for you. <laughs> it's more of a visual, this one. Yeah. It's almost time for my mom to go. Because he's just stroke. a fucking slob. What you two's to me? You got so much in common. I can't imagine what. You both my favorite women. And you both so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then they fade out to his mother, who's a man. <laughs> yeah. But did, did you ever see the Dr. Caligari? I never have. I'd be tempted to, to, to um, challenge you to, to it. Me? But it, it's it's a very bizarre... It was really... It's it, it's an 80s cult film. It's a very uh, well-known 80s cult film. 
Uh, and, I know and, of and it, James... and I and I have seen uh, some pictures yeah. and video, but I've never and seen it. Came it came out. It came out after Death Row Game Show, but Death Row that dream sequence in Death Row Game Show really has that kind of flavor to it. And a lot of people were doing that kind of stuff back then too. You know, David Lynch was coming around, and right. and the weird and and again, weird is cheap on video as opposed to actual reality. Sure. Reality costs money. So, well, I just, yeah, like, I just, like Eraserhead. It was, that, that, it, was a, it was just a parallel I hadn't mentioned because it popped in my head. That one shot from Eraserhead with his hair, with the lighting and everything, one of the most mm-hmm. iconic scenes you'll ever see on film, but I've seen the film Eraserhead, and I think I need someone to sit down with me and explain a lot of that. Because there, there is some expressionism going on in that. There is some... Uh, some 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 meaning in there that I'm just not getting in a lot of that right. film. Here's the thing you gotta know about David Lynch is that uh, there is meaning, but not as much as you think. A lot of it's just this will look good. This you know it's all it, it's yeah. It's it's not like watching, and I hate I don't want to put any other names out there, but but like. I don't know. I can't put any names out there because because somebody out there be like, well, that that, that hack. So you know, which and sometimes that'd be me, but <laughs> but uh, you you can't you it's it's you, you can't read too deeply into anything like that. And and half the times they do shit just so people will read into it themselves. So I mean, okay. and I it, it, it probably shouldn't admit this, but I has, have still have never sat through Eraserhead. Oh, really? I don't have the. I don't have the patience. Uh, that, yeah, sit- that is. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. And I watched one those, it, and it's not very long, but it feels like it is. There's films like that, like uh, Alphaville is another one, uh, very expressionist uh, French. Uh, I, you know, in my own self-education in films, I, I sought these films out and I watched them. And maybe it's like ten o'clock at night, and I'm putting it on. And there's just no way my attention is being held by this. Yeah, there's a lot of innovative stuff going on, but if there's no real plot or no real story that you can follow on, a, on any level, you're going to lose your audience sometimes. And and some I, there, I, I I sometimes I do well with films like that. It really just I guess it just depends on what kind of imagery there is, it, you know, right. grabs you. Um, but eh. even even Dr. Calgary, the one I'm mentioning. Gets kind of gets kind of old after the first half hour. Like, yeah, oh, okay, oh no, we're the door sideways. I got you. Mm-hmm. And it's still, there's some funny. And it, <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it's it's I, I, when you sit through stuff like that, I can appreciate people that say that they don't like that kind of thing because mm-hmm. I understand why. Because you know, sometimes you just want to relax and let the film take you and not have to, you know, oh, what, what does the chicken mean? Why what does the chicken mean? Not, the chicken doesn't mean, the chicken doesn't mean anything. I mean shit. Right. Um, I I really don't have much else to say about this film except great Italian. Uh, I think it's a great addition to the Italian American heritage. I think it's right up there with um the Godfather and uh, yeah, yeah, Titanic. Okay. And and uh, wow. Ju- and I think they, <laughs> I, I think they should. Welcome to America. I think they should remake the film. What do you think? Little, uh, Death Row Game Re- Show. They should make do, this. Do it again? Didn't yeah. they? Didn't they call it uh, Running Man? <laughs> well, it, <laughs> Came well, out the it, same year. And, but, all right, let's be fair. St- Stephen King was not the first person to come up with the concept of making a game show out of uh, 
out of uh, death row inmates. That it's been a comedy staple. Uh, I mean, there haven't been many mainstream films done out of it, done of it, right. but it's always been something brought up when talking about ever since, uh, ever since I, I would say the uh, the eighties and uh, stuff like Jerry Springer, and uh, was right. Jerry Springer that was eighties, right? Eighties and the nineties. It, Springer I, was late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. I mean, you you had that lashback of people's like, "Oh, we're gonna watch these freak shows. What are we gonna do next?" And I mean, even Network, like the Richard the Bay Network. Show, also was Richard uh, Bay Show. Yeah. But even, even Network pl- played on the idea of uh, if if people are watching the news as entertainment, you know, at what point do we, you know, are we when at what point are we creating the news simply to entertain? And that's a version of this. Uh, I mean, right. it's it's not a new concept, so we can't just say Steve. Everybody ripped off Stephen King. Uh, well, uh, I don't think know. this film has a big enough budget to to say it ripped off anybody. I mean, no, but I'm, even it's on a possible level, that they were trying to beat a Running Man uh, to the theater, uh, but well, it was, didn't even what, make it to a theater. What what year was Running Man out? Eighty seven, same year. I I I just think it's a general concept. I I, I don't I don't think. I, I honestly, I, I, well, I, I, I don't shy away from saying, you know, this film I must have ripped off this or something like that. I, I just think the idea of putting uh, death row people on television for entertainment has always been a topic of conversation, at least from the 80s on. So I don't see it as being that. I don't see it as being it's, a competition. It, it with does say down. it was released in the U.S. theatrically in December 1987. Oh, because they probably had like a theatrical debut. Probably, but, yeah. I mean, it, it I shows. Mean, it falls one, within it falls within the rules of the show too. So yeah, so that that is possible. Um, but yeah. So I, what I, is I'll your just, challenge to me? What? What is your challenge to me? Well, I was trying to, try to wrap that up. That's all. If you just want to jump right into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, now I, I I could go ahead and give you another ultra low budget eighties film. You could. But I'm I'm gonna run on the idea of death row, and I'm gonna give you one that I like. Okay. This this is a sh- movie I like, uh, and I just I'm, I want to see if you can guess it. So okay. so death it's death row, is a major theme in both these films. Okay. So with that, can you guess which one I'm I'm challenging you to? Um. Is it Crime Wave? No, it is not Crime Wave. That's that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, guess. Now, what year did Crime Wave come out? Eighty-five, I believe. Okay, now this is this this movie came out a few years after Death Row Game Show. A few years after. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Was in the theaters, obviously. Wait. Is this uh, fuck? You might yeah, know because isn't you, that you know film what? with Rucker Hauer? Deadlock. Deadlock? That that wasn't Death Row. They were in prison for life. They had this. Why the, they had the what, I haven't seen that movie in years. I just I I, 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 I I'm just guessing. They, they would die if they tried to leave, but technically it wasn't Death Row. So but so no, that's okay. not that. Uh, I can give you a couple names. Um, oh. Let's work from the bottom up. Uh, Isaac Hayes is in it. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, Isaac Hayes is in it. Okay. It's not any of the penitentiary films, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> Isaac Hayes. 
Ooh. No. Hmm. No. Give Heather me one Graham's more. Heather, Heather Graham. Graham. Heather Graham. I. You know the prostitute from The Hangover. What? No, I actually remember her from License to Drive. That's my first. I was in okay. love with her in that movie. I mean, she she's still around doing stuff. I mean, she's still yeah, yeah. She's still hot too. Uh, that behaving badly uh, was just out this year. Yeah, she's oh, in it. Okay. No. No, I got I no. got nothing. Uh, how about Laura Hutton? Laura Hutton. Laura Hutton, she's in it too. Nope. You may as well tell me. Um, I'm give you, succumbing. I'll give you one. I'll give you one, one more. One more. Okay. Rod Steiger. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? I don't know if I've seen this film. I'm usually, I wonder now. I'm usually pretty good, and it, none of this is ringing a bell. Don't ask me why. This is one of my favorite films. It's about, a, it's about death row, and it's okay. about a vigilante who kidnaps death row inmates who escape death row through technicalities and electrocutes them himself. Really? And it's called Guilty as Charged. Never seen it. Never seen it? Oh, I've never dude, seen how, it. How, how have we been friends for so long and I've never made you watch this film? I don't know, but I've never seen it. Uh, it it's, it's, it's a personal favorite. Uh, I love Rod Steiger in it. He's great. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I enjoy it. And I, I, I hope you like it too. Uh, it's, sure it's, it's 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 low budget enough, and it's kind of that schlocky horror where there's going to be stuff to talk about and favorite parts. Uh, but I don't think you'll hate it. I think you will enjoy it. Now, do I get to see Heather Graham's tits? I do not believe there's any nudity in the film. Damn it! I'm pretty sure there's right. a film. I forget the rating. I, I'll check the rating real quick. But uh, nice. may as well tell me now. It's rated R. Well, I'm sure it is. Um. I don't. It's not popular enough to have any uh, family uh, warnings on it. Parental, no parents' guide on it, so I, I don't think there's any nudity. Well, 1991. Mm -hmm. It's like a few years after uh, Death Row Game Show. Yeah, I've never seen this. I've never heard of this movie. I owned the VHS tape for the longest time I, I i have it if you need the bar take it get it from me but uh it's got it's got mitch Pelegi in it i i didn't mention him but yeah he's in it too i wouldn't have guessed it anyway but i'm already like running movie challenges through my head now there, there's a lot of names in, in this film it's not it's not a uh, a, uh michael talbot i mean yeah, he, he's in a lot of stuff but uh, it's uh, ironically, Michael Talbot was also in fooling around with Gary Busey. That film I just finally got a copy of. So it's weird how he keeps popping up. Shit, and the I, gas I, man. I think I have your challenge. Man. I think I have your challenge already. I mean, just. And I remember what's his name? The guy that played the gas man in uh, in um, Dumb and Dumber, and he was in uh, The Last Dragon. Yes, he was. On a whim, I watched Cat's Eye. Uh, Stephen oh, King. Speaking of Stephen He's King. in that. He's in that. He's 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 one of the uh, the bodyguards for the rich guy in the second episode, the ledge. <laughs> of course he is. Pigs, that guy. Pigs, he's in everything. Don't, pigs don't like it because they don't know how. <laughs> it's like one of the few things he says. In the film. <laughs> uh, should we but, rate? Should we rate the film? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, we should. It's been it's been so long. I forgot the the our status. Uh, uh, right now it's four point seven. Um, I would I'd not say, give I, it a I, five. I would give it a five. You think a five? Yeah. Why? Why, why a five? It's just average. Five? Average movie. Really? Average? It's not above average. It's just re- it's not re- average, really. Listen, I'm going. I'm going by the fact that I I still enjoy this film from my childhood. You know what? Uh, I, I, I I won't be I won't be opposed to a four if you really wanted to because I know it probably deserves it. I'm I'm gonna bend with you on this because it is an ultra low budget film, but again, there's a charm to it that they're actually trying to entertain. They're actually trying to be funny, uh, and I've seen films trying to be funny that they're uh it's it's not the groove tube let's put it that way right it's i actually i chuckled here and there and and i i I tell you there's something about john mccaffrey maybe it's because he looks a lot like uh um tom cruise i think that (laughs) he's got uh, tom cruise elements but he looks just like him i I want to see this movie remade but as like a dark comedy and and i want chuck todan uh, to be played by Tom Cruise, but have Tom Cruise play it like the character from Magnolia. <laughs> Respect the cock. Yeah, I, I, I want to see Tom Cruise in that mode, playing this character, but for comedy. I could yeah. see it. And as Tom Cruise slowly gets to the point where he's got to stop doing fucking action films, uh, he's, you know, he's going to hit a point where you're getting too old for this shit. I don't care how good a shape he is for his age. So when he does, he can start doing shit like this. Yeah. And I, 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 and I, th- I, I, think, they could, I think they could do it, a serious film of this. I could see this made as a serious movie, not a comedy. You'd have dark comic elements to it, obviously. I could see this as a straight dystopian uh, look at future entertainment in America. Kind of like how they remade Death Race 2000. Right. And how they actually yeah. pulled that off where that was actually, wow, this is actually good. I can see this. I, I, I can see this made as a real good, not not big budget. Let's not spend. Let's not go crazy. But definitely something that would make it in theaters and get a small kind of a, a acceptance acknowledgement. Tom, yeah. if you're listening, this is your film. If Jump on listening. this. <laughs> yes. He said that and, with a straight face. Everyone, just so you know. <laughs> he might. You never know. Uh, so I'm gonna say five stars because I agree with you. Uh, it's only got 316 votes. No one's even bothering with this film. This is why I think I'm going to be able to upload this tonight to YouTube and not have to worry <laughs> about any kind of a copyright infringement. Now, um, just to, uh, this one's all over the place. You, there's no kind of arc on this. The highest rating is 15 uh, is four with 15.5 percent. The next highest rating is 10 with 13.6. It's all over the place. Wow. The highest demographic is 7.8. For, with uh, females aged thirty to forty-four, <laughs> but but there's only seven females aged thirty to forty-four that voted for this film. So I think it was like one group of girls that got together for movie night and then they all rated it. You know <laughs> what it is? No... It's like oh, my mom's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> I, I, now I don't know why that explanation didn't come to my mind first. You're, you're correct. <laughs> the the lowest rating uh, in, in as far as demographics go is 3.7 and that's males aged 45 and over okay <laughs> uh, is he gonna eat the chicken or is he gonna take the woman that's the scene that's on now now I, I, no 
Now, here's the, here's the thing with that, too. Again, I know it's a setup for a bad joke, but in my mind, I'm honestly thinking, okay, he's either going to fuck the chicken or he's going to eat the girl. And I don't know which <laughs> way they're going to go with this. <laughs> <sighs> I, I was, I'll, I'll be honest. I was a little disappointed when he fucked the chicken. Because <laughs> I wanted to see him take a bite out of the girl. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me as a person, but I'm putting that out there. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, and since I'm Tom Cruise, I just want to mention real quick. It's kind of like a mini review. Uh, I I watched The Edge of Tomorrow. I heard that was supposed to be excellent. Dude, I'm I know I'm biased because I love time travel films, but I enjoy, I, I, I the first like 15 minutes. I'm like I'm not gonna like this. I'm really not gonna like this, and I liked it. It it it, it had for the for weekend. A film, it's it's like Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers. Just to for everybody wow. who has no who's not seen the trailer, it's it's Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers. And that sounds bad, but <laughs> it, it just for what as far as like a film, directing a film, writing a film, pacing a film in which a character relives the same day over and over again is not easy. Groundhog Day is a no. great example of how you can do that. I've seen films where they repeat days and they're paced horribly. This film has a pacing to it that, and that's you know, when you when you have a character, okay, we're going to try to show you how this character is living the same day for like years and years. This film does it beautifully. Yeah, I heard. Um, I heard I, again, like you said, it was good. I heard it was really good, and the weekend that it came out theatrically, it was up against, and I don't remember what films it was up against, but it was up against some other bigger blockbuster films. I think there was a kids' film. It had a really weak opening weekend because they kind of picked a crappy weekend to open it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had they picked a better weekend, it might have actually done better in the theater. But um, but I, I heard, even though it's poor performance for the weekend, I heard it was excellent. And, and you know what, too? I'll say it again. I like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, I, I do, I, too. I know I should. I, there's this whole thing where you're not supposed to like Tom Cruise. Whereas, oh, him. And you're supposed... Yeah, I don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's charming as hell. I enjoy watching Tom Cruise. I feel comfortable watching Tom Cruise, goddammit. Right. In almost everything. Almost. I will not sit through that the Irish thing. What was that? Uh, I forget the name of it. The boy's a oh, boxer. with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah that was... I will uh, not sit Ron Howard directed it. The fuck not was a fan. it? I'm not a fan of the past. Uh... In, in a in a serious context, I'm not a fan. If, if it's a western and there's like aliens and shit, maybe. But it's just as far as like a, a, a movie about the past, I'm not a fan of it. I don't. It's not my cup cup, cup of tea. Uh, I don't think I'd sit through um, cocktail again. I don't think I would. But most of his other films, uh, and I still haven't seen Top Gun. Still have not seen Top Gun. Holly keeps threatening to make me watch that. Far and away. Far and away, yeah. I yeah. I've seen. I had to look it. it up. It was going to bother me if I didn't. It's it's not going to bother me not to see it. That's that's. Uh... Yeah. But all of his recent stuff. I mean, I I didn't see Valkyrie because again, history, you know. Yeah, uh, I I still haven't seen uh, the last Mission Impossible from three years ago, the oh, one that the, Brad the, Bird did. The ghost ghost uh, protocol. Ghost protocol. That was good. I that heard it was good. awesome. Yeah, that was good. I was actually, um, 
I remember going back and watching. I think we talked about it before. I went back and watched all of them, and I remember defending part two because John Woo had done it, and I watched it again. They're like, oh, no, that's not good. No, no, no. so bad. No, 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 so no, 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 no. I think you were I defending was... it with me, and I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> I think it was, and I went back and watched it. Like, what was I th- Oh, I, I get it. I was really, I really had a hard-on for John Woo, and I was just blind. As like, you basic- should have during the right time period. Right, but then later, it's, it's like it's it's like uh, it's, it's like, like uh, post nineteen ninety five, done, done with John. It's like, Dar- it's like Dario Argento. Yeah, I had a great hard on for Argento in high school. Then I got a clue, <laughs> uh, got a got a basic idea of how a story should be told, and then I the enchantment died. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I like Tom Cruise, and Edge of Tomorrow was great. I have to check it out now. Definitely do. Unlike Godzilla, which blew. I haven't seen that yet, uh, either. I, now, now I I've heard, I've heard, I've heard it reviewed two ways: your way that it sucked, and the other way, which was it's awesome. You got to see it. No, it's not awesome. There, I haven't had, I haven't had anyone say in between at all. Like, yeah, it was all right. I've heard it blew, or I heard it was awesome. That's it. That's I, all I've heard. I, okay, I am someone who grew up watching Godzilla films and never cared for them. My mother is a avid, diehard Godzilla fan. She grew up with all of them. She watched them when I was a kid. She loves Godzilla, the old ones. So, so you have you both spectrums. You have both spectrums. Right. Uh, Pro-Godzilla people and the couldn't-give-a-shit Godzilla people. We both didn't like the film. Your mom didn't like it. Wow. She didn't like it. I didn't like it. it my main complaint, I'll say right now, just you know, the fill up a couple more minutes, too dark. It's one really? of those films. You have giant monsters fighting. Everything's going on. Everything fucking happens at night. You can't see a goddamn thing. And I don't understand why. Because Pacific Rim. All right. Storylines. As far as storytelling goes, not a great movie. But motherfucker, I could see every robot fight. I, even when they're in the middle of the fucking ocean, I could see everything clearly. There is no reason to have a dark fight scene in any movies anymore. Sorry. Fix the fucking lighting. Sure. It's not, Stop! Yeah, realism. And you saw like it in that. Blu-ray too. Uh, yeah, yeah. You saw it's it in Blu-ray, so it was HD. It was, you know, it's, it's it, the best quality you're gonna get. Yeah, I wasn't even in a theater, or like, or 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 at the drive-in where like the lighting can affect it. I'm watching it on my TV. I can't see a fucking thing. I know Godzilla's <laughs> there, kinda. I see a shape. It's just, it's a cheap effect. I don't. It's stupid. I don't understand why you would do that. There, and there's a lot of... I mean, you can just go on YouTube and type Godzilla movie and you can find a bunch of things. There's a great animated thing of how Godzilla should have really ended. That's hilarious. Really? Um, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It, 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 those little things that people put out there, this one's animated so they don't have to deal with copyright issues. And uh, they really just point out the major flaws of the film. And you know what? I, sometimes it's nitpicky. In this film's case, it's like, yeah, you know what? Take the hit because all you had to do was make giant robots, giant monsters fighting each other, and you couldn't fucking do that. That—that's, I mean, that's why Pacific Rim was just bad movie. But at one point, you just have to be like, uh, if you can just make it through all the dialogue and get to the fighting robots and all the exposition. See, the reason we have to have the the link between two people that no, we don't give a fuck. Ro- drive the robot. <laughs> Well, we would tell you why there have to be two people because there's a, you know there's a connection here and there's a trap. Just 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 fucking fight the robot. What, 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 can you shut up? Can you shut up and uh, you know, the whole dream? You know, oh, I her her, her she, she lost her family and he saved. Yeah, well, how come she's not in a fucking giant robot right now? That that's the problem. 
and Godzilla does the same thing, but even worse. And here's, and I know this is not a review of Godzilla, but I'm just going to say one thing right now. I, and I had to go online to look this up. Godzilla fights another monster. They have Godzilla, right? Right. They have the, I mean, they have the copyright. They're doing, this is Godzilla. They don't have to pretend it's not him. He fights another monster. They don't use another monster from the Godzilla mythos. They create a new one. Yeah, I heard that. I heard yeah, that they so, did that. Now, I heard that so, in the next film, they're using two Godzilla monsters. The next film can go fuck itself. No one's going to want to see it. And But here's the problem with I what they did. I don't think that's true that, at all. All right, good. Here's the problem with <laughs> what they did. If you're someone like me who hasn't read shit about the film ahead of time, you just watch the movie and you have a working knowledge of Godzilla, The fr you spend a good first half of the film, every time they show the dark, blurry, can't-see-what-the-fuck-it-is monster that he's fighting... All I'm thinking to myself is, is it Rodan? They're not. <laughs> they're not trying to do Mothra, is it? It could be Mothra, but uh, is it Rodan? I, you know, and, and then you go. All right, after 15 minutes, you give up. Let's go to IMDb. Oh, it's none of the monsters, and apparently, it just looks like the monster from fucking Cloverfield. So, yeah, fuck you. And also bring Brian Cranston in and kill him off in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, I ruined that for you. You know, and you you know what? You're gonna thank me because you won't be as pissed as you as you would be when it happens. So <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Get that get the anger out now, and just and then you can just you can get you get rid of the anger of uh, when they kill uh, Brian Cranston, and then you can just you can comfort yourself with the disappointment of the rest of the film just being stupid. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. I, I think that's it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, th I think that is it. So, yeah, let's go ahead and just let's go ahead and end the show. End this bitch. <laughs> Credits are rolling for the movie. Crawling. We're done, done ranting. Yeah. It's episode one hundred and fifty-one of Movie Sucktastic. Fuck we yeah. uh, never did I think we would have been doing a podcast this long. Seriously. Last week I would have thought so. Last week? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. It is. We're we're up there. Are many there podcasts? Enough. No, there, there aren't many podcasts that have lasted this long with the subject we, we talk this? about. We do this like when we retire. Oh fuck, I, when we I, retire. We'll be doing I this all the time. The, see, that's when we should be doing this. <laughs> like, that's, I, I can you imagine me doing this at sixty-five? No. I don't want to. <laughs> I'll have a heart attack way before then. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm if I'm getting this angry over Godzilla, yeah, I'm, well, I'm yeah. gonna die on this show. <laughs> and Avatar Seven sucked. <laughs> Cameron gets the last laugh. <clears throat> all right, so go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download Cameron. all of our shows there. What? Cameron, right? Avatar. What about Avatar? Cameron, right? Yeah, it is Cameron. Okay, alright, yeah, I was right. Do you do you want to do the ending? No, please hurry up. <laughs> hurry up. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> uh, you can download all of our episodes Not there. You. you can listen to all of our episodes there. You can watch the show live right from there. You can also go to iTunes and you can download our shows there as well. When you're there, make sure you stop uh, or stop and leave us a review. We always appreciate those. You can also go 
to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can call us. Leave us some voicemail. 908-514-4470. You can email us. The movie guys at moviesucktastic.com. And if you do a search for us in your favorite search engine, just make sure you do a search for Movie Sucktastic. It will show up just about everywhere. So that's uh, that's about it. Oh. That's it. Yep. No, that's not it. Go to our YouTube page before it's taken down completely. And <laughs> of course, most importantly, download our Android app. So that you yes. can listen to the show right from your phone, tablet, whatever you're using. You can uh, go to the website from there. You can download the shows from there. You do everything from there. Stream so it. Go ahead and stream it from, through the app. Yes, you can absolutely do that. All right. All right. And um, and I'm going to talk until the music stops. This is going to be one of those little things. i got to share this with you real quick. Okay. Uh, uh, as movie guys, you, ha- you you get that often where someone comes to you and says, Hey, Joey. I st- I'm trying to think of this movie I saw 17 years ago, and all I remember is the guy wore a blue shirt and he had a pitchfork, and he stabbed somebody in the head. Do you know what film that is? You get that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that all the time. I, I got. As a matter of fact, you know, you, you know what I get? I get someone comes in just just talking about a movie. Oh, you should t- you should ask Joey. He'll know what it is. Yeah. And and then that's what happens. So I got, I, I got a coworker today and says, Scott, oh, Scott, yeah, I'm trying to think of this film. So what's the movie? He says, well, I saw it maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, late 80s, 90s, maybe, like, you know, 10, 20 years ago, something like that. And all I remember is that there's there's a, an old guy, and he's trying to molest a, a young girl on a couch. <laughs> and I was like, this is a real movie and not, like, you know, just, like, uh, amateur pornography. He said, no, 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 it's a real film. And all I can think of, what's the... It's like the plot. I said, no, 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 plot. Just I don't know any plot. All I remember is it's a couch in a room, and the old guy's trying to, like, you know, he's making sexual advances at this young underage girl. I'm thinking, okay. And now you sure this isn't like a hidden memory? This is coming back that you're remembering, <laughs> like you know, as a child. He's like, no, 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 it's a film. So uh, that's all I've got to go on. That's it. That's it. And 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 so far, I'm drawing a blank. So if you think of any film that you saw a scene. In uh, maybe 10, 20, maybe 80s, 90s. Yeah, uh, that I'm not, uh, not going to know that. You should be drawing all, a blank. We should both be drawing a blank. All I could think of was Creator with Peter O'Toole, but that was the girl trying to nail the old guy. That's the reverse. Yeah, that doesn't the other work. way around, yeah. Because there, there was a couch in that. Um, and uh, they can't think of who the old guy is either, but I'm, I'm, I think they think it's a real actor. Like, like it's not like a B thing. It's like an actual actor. Like you can name it and you go, oh, that guy, a real actor. Um, so I'm throwing that out there. So they don't. Do, do they have poor perception of time? This isn't like hard candy or anything, right? Because that's like ten years old at this point. No, no, but and there's no couch in that. I don't. I, yeah, I don't well, kind of. I mean, they're sitting. Oh. Down. It's no. This I don't know. This coworker is around my age, and they're saying about twenty years ago, maybe. Fine. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about it. Okay, and I'm, I'm just going to end with uh, uh, my words of wisdom. Yes. You're giving me a hot artery. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.